Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and the Battle of the Labyrinth, chapter, let's see, chapter 6, maybe? I haven't recorded in over a week. I'm sorry, guys, for the late upload. Um, I was not feeling very well yesterday, so then I didn't record, and I hadn't pre-recorded anything. Now I'm trying to. Now I'm just trying to stall to find the actual chapter. Um, and p- please, <sighs> come on. I don't want to be sued, so um, I just yeah. I kind of have to say. I kind of have to say like every so and so chapters that um. Please, uh, if you want to read with me or just want to see these books for yourself, go to any library near you, or at least where I live. The COVID restrictions have been. Uh, they're now they're just recommendations, no restrictions. So yeah, because um, like seventy or ninety percent of the po- seventy to ninety percent of the population are vaccinated, like double vaccinated. I'm not here to talk about that stuff, guys. I am here to read Percy Jackson and the Battle of the Labyrinth, Chapter Six. We meet the God with two faces. Hmm. We made it 30 meters before we were hopelessly lost. The tunnel looked nothing like the one Annabeth and I had stumbled into before. Now it was round like a sewer, constructed of red brick and iron bared portholes every three meters. I shone a light light through one of the portholes out of curiosity, but I couldn't see anything. It opened into infinite darkness. I thought I heard voices on the other side, but it may have just been the cold wind. Annabeth tried to, her best to guide us. She had this idea she would, that we should stick to the left wall. If we keep one hand on the left wall and follow it, she said, we should never be able to, we should be able to find our way out again by reverse course. Unfortunately, as soon as she said that, the left wall disappeared. We found ourselves in the middle of a circular chamber with eight tunnels leading out, and no idea how we'd got there. Um, which way did we come in? Gura said nervously. Just turn around, Annabeth said. We each turned a different t- towards a different tunnel. It was ridiculous. None of us could decide which way we led back to camp. Left walls are mean, Tyson said. Which way now? Annabeth swept her flashlight beam over the archways of each tunnels, of the eight tunnels. As far as I could tell, they were identical. That way, she said. How do you know? I asked. Deductive reasoning. So you're guessing. You're guessing. Just come on, she said. The tunnels you chose and narrowed quickly. The walls turned to gray cement, and the ceiling got so low that pretty soon we were hunching over. Tyson was for t- first to crawl. Whoever's hyperventilating was the loudest sound of the maze. I can't stand in anymore, he whispered. Are we there yet? We've been down here maybe five minutes, Annabeth told him. It's been longer than that, Grove insisted. And why would Pan be down here? This is the opposite of the wild. And kept shuffling for- forward. Then, just when I was sure the tunnel would get so narrow it would squish us, it opened to a- into a huge room. I shone my light around the walls and said, Whoa. The whole room was covered in mosaic tiles. The pictures were grimy and faded. But I could see- still make up the colors. Red, blue, green, gold. The frieze showed the Olympian gods at a feast. Excuse me. There was my dad beside him with his trident, holding out grapes for Dionysus to turn into wine. 
Zeus was partying with satyrs, and Hermes was flying through the air on his winged sandals. The pictures were beautiful, but they weren't very accurate. I've seen the gods. Dionysus wasn't that handsome, and Hermes' was n nose wasn't that big. In the middle of the room was a three-tired fountain. It looked like it hadn't held the water in a long time. What is this place? I murmured. It looks Roman, Annabeth said. Those mosaics are about 2,000 years old. But how can they be Roman? I wasn't that great on ancient history, but I was pretty sure the Roman Empire had never made it as far as Long Island. The labyrinth is a patchwork, Annabeth said. I told you it's been expanding, adding pieces. It's the only work of, ad of architecture that grows by itself. Make it sound like it's alive. A groaning noise echoed from the tunnel in front of us. That's not talking about it being alive, Grover whimpered. Please? All right, Annabeth said. Forward? Down the hall with the bad sounds, Tyson said. Even he looked nervous. Yeah, Annabeth said. The architecture is getting older. That's a good sign. Daedalus' workshop would be the oldest part. That made sense, but soon the maze was toying with us. We w we went 15 meters in the tunnel back... And the tunnel turned back to cement, with brass pipes running down the sides. The walls were spray-painted spray with graffiti. A neon tag sign read, Ma's Rules. I'm thinking this is not Roman, I said helpfully. Annabeth took a deep breath, and then forged ahead. Every few meters, the tunnel twisted and turned and branched off. The floor beneath us changed from cement to mud to bricks and back again. There is no sen sense to any of it. We stumbled into a wine cellar, a bunch of dusty bottles and wooden racks, like we were walking through somebody's basement. Only there was no exit ahead of us, just more tunnels leading on. Later, the ceiling turned to wooden planks, as I, and I could hear voices above us creaking uh, and the creaking of footsteps, as if, we, as if we were walking under some kind of bar. It was reassuring to help people, but then again, we couldn't get to them. We were stuck down here with no way out. Then we found our first skeleton. It was dressed in white clothes, so, like some kind of uniform. A wooden crate of glass bottles sat next to him. A milkman, Annabeth said. What? I asked. They used to deliver milk. Yeah, I know what they are, but that was when my mom was a little, like a million years ago. What's he doing here? Some people wander in by mistake, Annabeth said. Some come exploring on purpose and never make it back. A long time ago, the Cretans even sent people in here as human sacrifices. Grover gulped. He's been down here a long time. He pointed at the skeleton's bottles, which were coated with white dust. The skeleton's fingers were clawing at the brick wall like he died trying to get out. Only bones, Tyson said. Don't worry, goat boy. The milkman is dead. The milkman doesn't bother me, Garver said. It's the smell of monsters. Can't you smell it? Tyson nodded. Lots of monsters, but underground smells like that. Monsters and dead people. And de dead milk people. Oh, good, Grover whimpered. Thought maybe I was wrong. We have to get deeper into the maze, Annabeth said. There has to be a way to the center. She led us to the right, then the left, through a corridor of stainless steel, like some kind of air shaft, and we arrived back in the Roman tile room with a fountain. This time we weren't alone. What I noticed was first was faces, both of them. They juttered out from either side of his head, staring over his shoulders, so his head was much wider than it should have been, kind of like a hammerhead shark's. Looking straight at him, I saw there were two overlapping ears and a mirror image side buns. He was dressed like a New York doorman, 
long black overcoat, shiny shoes, and black top hat that somehow managed to stay on his double wide head. Well, Annabeth, said the left face. Hurry up! Don't mind him, said the right face. He's terribly rude. Right this way, miss. Annabeth's jaws dropped. Tyson frowned. That funny man has two faces. The funny man has ears, you know, the left man scowled. Now come along, miss. No, no, the right face said. This way, miss. Talking, talk to me, please. The two-faced man regarded Anna. The two-faced man regarded Annabeth as best he could out of the corners of his eyes. It was impossible to look at him straight on without focusing on either side of the, of the other. And suddenly, I realized that's what he was asking. He wanted Annabeth to choose. Behind him were two exits, blocked by wooden doors with huge iron locks. They hadn't been there the first time through the room. The two-faced doorman held a silver key, which he kept pausing, passing from his right hand to his left hand. I wondered if it were a different room completely, but the freezer of the gods looked exactly the same. Behind us, a doorway would come through and disappeared, replaced by more mosaics. We wouldn't be going back the way we'd come. The exits are closed, Annabeth said. Duh, the man's left face said. Where do they lead, she asked. One probably leads the way you wish to go, the right face said encouragingly. The other leads to certain death. I, I know you who are who you are, Annabeth said. Oh, you're a smart one, the left face sneered. But do you know which way to choose? I don't have all day. Then why, why are you trying to confuse me, Annabeth asked. The right face smiled. You're in charge now, my dear. All the decisions are on your shoulders. That's what you wanted, isn't it? I... We know you, Annabeth, left face said. We know what you wrestle with every day. We know your indecision. We have to, but you have, you'll have to make your choice sooner or later, and the choice may kill you. I don't know how they were talking. I don't know what they were talking about, but it sounded like it was more about a choice. It was more than just a choice between doors. The color drained from Annabeth's face. No, I don't. Leave her alone, I said. Who are you, anyway? I'm your best friend, the right face said. I'm your worst enemy, the left face said. I'm Janice. Both faces said in harmony, God of doorways, beginnings, endings, choices. I'll see you soon enough, Persis Jackson, said the right face. But now it's Annabeth's turn. He laughed giddily. Such fun! Shut up, his left face said. This is serious. One bad choice can ruin your whole life. It can kill you and all your friends. But no presser, Annabeth. Choose! With a sudden chill, I remember the last person of the... The last words of the prophecy. Child, the child of Athena's final stand. Don't do it, I said. I'm afraid she has to, the right face said cheerfully. And Beth motioned her lips. I I choose... Before she could point to a door, a brilliant... A brilliant light flooded the room. Janice raised his hands to either side of his head to cover his eyes. When the light died, a woman was standing at the fountain. She was tall and graceful, with long hair the color of chocolate, braided in plates, and golden ribbons. She wore a simple white dress, but when she moved, the fabric shimmered with colors like oil or water. Janice, she said, are you causing trouble again? No, no, me lady, Janice's right face stammered. Yes, the left face said. Shut up, said the right face. Excuse me, said the woman. Not you, my lady, I was talking to myself. I see, the lady said. You know, you know very well your visit is premature. The girl's time has not come yet. So I give you a choice. I give you a choice. 
leave these heroes to me, or else I'll turn you into a door and break you. What kind of door? The left face asked. Shut up, the right face said. These French doors are nice, the left face mused. Lots of natural light. Shut up, the right face wailed. Not you, my lady, of course, I'll leave. I'm just having a bit of fun, do my job, offering choices, causing indecision, the woman corrected. Now be gone, the left face muttered, party pooper. Then he raised his silver key, inserted it into the air, and disappeared. The woman turned towards us, and fear closed around my heart. Her eyes shone with power. Leave these heroes to me. That didn't sound good. For a second I almost wished we could have taken our chances with Janice, but then the woman smiled. You must be hungry, she said, so they wouldn't talk with me. She waved her hand, and the old Roman fountain began to flow. Jets of clear water in, spread into the air. A marble table appeared, laden with platers and sandwiches and, pitcher, and pitchers of lemonade. Who, who are you? I asked. I'm Hera, the woman smiled. Queen of the heavens. I'd seen Hera before, at a council of the gods. But I hadn't paid much attention to her. All the time I'd been surrounded by a bunch of other gods who were debating whether or not to kill me. I didn't remember looking her looking so normal. Of course, gods were usually seven meters tall when they were on Olympus, so that makes them look a lot less normal. But now, her looked like a regular mom. She, she served us sandwiches and poured lemonade. Grover, dear, she said. Use your napkin. Don't eat it. Yes, ma'am, Grover said. Tyson, you're wasting away. Would you like another peanut butter sandwich? Tyson stifled a belch. Yes, nice lady. Queen Hera, Annabeth said. I can't believe it. Why are you? What are you doing in the labyrinth? Hera smiled. She flicked. She flicked one finger, and Annabeth's hair com combed itself. All the dirt and grime disappeared from her face. I can. I came to see you naturally, the goddess said. Grover and I exchanged nervous looks. Usually, when gods come looking for you. It's not out of the goodness out of their hearts. It's because they want something. Still, that didn't keep me from chowing down on another turkey and Swiss cheese sandwiches and crisps and lemonade. I hadn't realized how hungry I was. Tyson was inhaling one peanut butter sandwich after another. And Grover was lo loving the lemonade, crunching the styrofoam cup like an ice cream cone. I didn't... Annabeth faltered. Well, I didn't think you liked heroes. Hera smiled indulgently. Because of that little spat I had with Hercules? Honestly, I get so much bad press because of one disagreement. Didn't you try to kill him? Like, a lot of times? Annabeth asked. Hera waved her hand dismissively. Water under the bridge, my dear. Besides, he was one of my loving husband's children by another woman. My patience were thin. I'll admit it. But Zeus and I have some excellent marriage counseling sessions since this. We have aired our feelings and come to an understanding, especially after the last little incident. You mean when he sired Dahlia, I guessed, but immediately wish I hadn't. As soon as I said the name of our friend, the half-blood daughter of Zeus, Hera's eyes turns toward me frostily. Percy Jackson, isn't it? One of Poseidon's children. I got the feeling of she was thinking of the another word besides children. As I recall, I voted for you to live at the winter solstice. I hope I voted correctly. She turned back to Annabeth with a sunny smile. At any rate, I certainly bear you no, no ill will, my girl. I appreciate the difficulty of your quest, especially when you have trouble makers like Janice to deal with. 
Annabeth lowered her gaze. Why was he here? He's driving me crazy. Trying to, Hera, Hera agreed. You must understand, the minor gods like Janus have always been frustrated by their small parts to play in the universe. Saw my fear, his little love for Olympus, and could easily be swayed to support the rise of my father. Your father? I asked. Oh, right. I've forgotten that Kronos was Hera's dad, too, along with Zeus, Poseidon, and the eldest Olympians. I guess that made Kronos my grandfather. But that thought was so weird, I put it out of my mind. We must watch the minor gods, Hera said. Janus, Hecate, Morpheus, they li give lip service to Olymp. They give lip surface to Olympus, yet... Lip surface to Olympus, and yet... That's where Dionysus went, I remembered. He was checking on the minor gods. Indeed. Hera started... Hera stared at the fading mosaics of the Olympian Olympians. You see, in times of trouble, even gods can lose faith. They start putting their trust in the wrong things, pretty things, petty things. They stop looking at the big picture and start being selfish. But I'm the goddess of marriage, you see. And used... I'm used to per... To perversions. Perversence. You have to re. You have to rise above the squabbling and chaos and keep believing. You have to always keep your goals in mind. What are your goals? Annabeth asked. She smiled. To keep my family, the Olympians, together, of course. At the moment, the best I can do is to help you. Zeus does not allow me to interfere much, I'm afraid. But once every century or so, for a quest I care deeply about, he allows me to grant a wish. A wish? Before you ask it, let me give you some advice, which I can do for free. I know you seek Daedalus. His labyrinth is much of a mystery, as much of a mystery as it is for me as it is for you. But if you want to know his, his fate, I'd visit my son Hephaestus at his forge. Daedalus was a great inventor, a moral, immortal after Hephaestus's heart. There's never been a mortal Hephaestus admired more. If anyone could have kept up with Daedalus and could tell you his fate, it is Hephaestus. But how do we get there? Annabeth asked. That's my wish. I want to navigate the labyrinth. Hera looked disappointed. So be it. You wish for not something, however, that you have already been given. I don't understand. The means is already within your grasp. She looked at me. Percy knows the answer. I do? But that's not fair. And Beth said, you're not telling us what it is. And Hera shook her head. Getting something and having the wits to use it? Those are two different things. I'm sure your mother Athena would agree. The rumor rumbled like distant thunder. Hera stood. This, that would be my cue, Z Zeus goes impatient. Think what I have said, Annabeth. Seek out Hephaestus. You'll have to pass through the ranch, I imagine. But keep going, and use all the means at your disposal, however common they may seem. She pointed towards the doors, and they melted away, revealing thin corridors, open and dark. One last thing, Annabeth. I've postponed your day of choice. I've not prevented it. Soon, as Janice said, you will have to make a decision. Farewell! She waved a hand and turned into wet smoke. So did the food, just as Tyson chomped down on a sandwich that turned into mist in his mouth. The fountain trick, uh, trickled to a stop. The mosaic walls dimmed and turned grun grungy and faded again. The room was no longer any place you'd want to have a picnic. Annabeth stamped her foot. What sort of help was that? Here, have a sandwich. Make a wish. Oops, I can't help you. Poof! 
Poof. Dyson agreed sadly, looking at his empty plate. Well, Grover sighed. She said Percy knows the answer. That's something. They all looked at me. But I don't, I said. I don't know what she's talking about. Annabeth sighed. All right, then we'll just keep going. Which way? I asked. I really wanted to ask what Herod meant, about the choice Annabeth needed to make. But then Grover and Tyson both tensed. They stood up together like they'd rehearsed it. Left, they both said. Annabeth frowned. How can you be sure? Because something's coming from the right, Grover said. Something big, Tyson agreed. In a hurry. Left is sounding pretty good, I decided. Together we plunged into the dark corridor. And that is chapter six. I don't know, I kind of moved my mic around a lot. And now I'm looking back at the recording and I'm seeing like the... It's going, like, up and down, up and down instantly. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it wasn't like, the whole time. Because uh, that would that would kind of suck if you guys could just hear. Um, yeah. And also, I hope I wasn't, like, breathing a lot on the mic, because that, that really sucks. I am very cringy and dumb, so I listened to one of my episodes, or, like, the first 10, 20 seconds, and I don't understand how you guys do it. Like, how do I actually have listeners? I listen for, like, a minute, and I just, all I hear is, and I'm just like, no, I'm not listening to this. And can you guys hear this? Okay. Yeah. You guys can. Dang it. Because when I'm, like, talking to my friends on the phone or something, I'll, like, be sitting in my bed with my headphones, and I'll be, like, playing the chord. And they're going to be like, Isaac, are you being murdered? It sounds like there's gunshots, like, right by the mic. What is happening? So I think I'll go listen back on that and see how it sounds for you guys. Because, um, yeah, I get the shivers of it, too. I'm not, like, scared of it, um, but it's, like, yeah, I don't know, it's weird, I, ugh. it's like scraping a knife against a plate, or a fork, or eating a spoon, or liking Topix with no nail, I don't know, bye! <laughs>